0: On behind the Meat Curtains, we have managers, we have bouncers, we have dancers, and we have returning guests. We even have a guy with a peg and jars of urine. Yes, all of this clamoring and More, Behind the Meat Curtains. Welcome to Behind the Curtains, a bi-weekly
1: podcast about the behind-the-scenes workings of strip clubs. I am Brad.
2: And I am Kat. Today's episode is brought to you by Backside Cakes for all of your private party events, coldest beer cakes in town to go at 740 Northeast 3rd Street, Suite 6. Uh, what happens at Backside Cakes Day's attendance? All
3: right, do you want to start with the first
2: question? Do you want me to? Uh, let me pull them up. Yeah. yeah, so we have a couple returning people. Um, Amanda. Hannah's here. Um, today is Bouncer and answer kind of special. We have, we have stage also.
1: Yeah, it's kind of returning guests. Returning guests
2: <laughs> and ones that have left come back. That are there. One that just quit. Another one that quit not too long ago. Yeah, we're all over the place. So we'll just start with. Um, you guys can all have stage names if you'd like.
3: Yeah. So this. My name's Vic, and I was a bouncer there for about two years, a little over two years, and just left about two weeks ago. So not not
4: bouncing anymore. But, yeah, it was, uh, it was a fun right? I'm Kyle. Uh, I was a bouncer at the club for a little over four years. I took a break for last two years, and I just started back again. Was it last week? Yeah, I think I've been back for, for two weeks now. So. Oh, really? yeah, it's only two weeks? Yeah, it's only been <laughs> last weekend and this weekend. Yeah, so it's only been two weeks.
5: Hey, I'm Faith. Let's see, I used to work at the club as a dancer. That was probably 2004 until 2010-ish. And then I left and have come back as a waitress probably three months ago.
6: My name's Ian. I uh, managed an adult (laughs) club for 16 years. I started out as a bouncer. (laughs) uh, 16 long years. I started out as a bouncer... Worked my way to assistant manager, and then uh, became a general manager.
0: I guess everyone else is using their real name, so I'm I'm Pat, and I also started as a bouncer about a year ago, uh, became assistant manager sort of by default, and now the same has put me into the general manager role.
2: There's a question I always ask, and it's what would you... What advice would you give to somebody who was just getting started? And since you guys are next to each other, as someone who worked there for 17 years as a GM, what would you give <laughs> to stay and for Mr. Pat
1: over here? <laughs>
6: short term. Short term. Have an escape plan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have a future plan because it, it it will wear on you. You see. Uh, you see abnormalities that uh, you never see in another job and uh, when you think you've seen everything things happen that uh, tend to baffle you and think how could that really uh, happen you can never say that you've seen everything because there's always something that's going to (laughs) happen
1: the
3: question is fascinating to me every time because everybody has kind of a unique origin story Is what is
1: your origin story
3: the strip club is not like a standard job to have. So what made you decide to start the job? What about the job was like, surprising to you when you first started? Yeah, so actually it started off kind of weird. Um, I had just moved up here back in 2019, ended the long distance with me and my girl. So we were living together and I had just left one job and I was, I think I was doing dominoes and I asked, I was like, what can, what can I do up here for some extra cash? I used like, a side hustle. And she was doing laundry and nonchalant, she says, you could bounce at the strip club. So I was like, you're a fucking genius. So I called <laughs> her up and I'm like, I think I actually reached.
7: I love that your I girlfriend, that right. <laughs> she's the best. I love her. Oh my God, and so she I really is. Hannah
3: answers the phone and I was like, hey, super weird question, but are y'all hiring for bouncers by chance? And that was when I left. Yeah. He came in right. I remember and when I he left. called. I was yeah. like, yes,
7: please <laughs> come in. Was just <laughs> in my two weeks,
3: for the moment thing. So I was like, bet. Um, came in, got an application, went to the bar, and my first time actually stepping foot into a strip club when, like, when it was at its capacity, when it was popping, was to interview the first time with him, and from there. I met with the, assi- the, the assistant manager for the off nights, and he said, you're hired, but not right now. <laughs> I, I got hired
1: the day of the shutdown. For, for oh, the, wow. Yeah.
7: And oh, so, wow. Okay. I forgot about <laughs> that. That's okay. right. I'm sure a couple weeks from now, everything will settle down. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Two weeks, suicide. So yeah, that, that, that was my last day, It was the
3: day what? of the shutdown. OK, yeah. Yeah, and that's when he told me. And then I ended up, I was doing private security and I was walking around this little mall area, and every day I was checking. I was like, all right, Star's are open. And then finally, we're at Wild Run. I get a call from Ian. He's like, hey, we're open. You want to come in for like one last interview, just kind of get you set up. And then I just started started working from there. And then uh, yeah, just that nightmare started about two years ago. <laughs>
1: How, what did you expect it
3: to be, and how is it different? It to be? Well, from what I was told was, you're nice and do not let these girls walk over <laughs> <laughs> any two they get. And sure enough, um, I'll be, be cryptic with the dancer names, but. One of them who's notorious for having a strong personality. <laughs> uh, I know which one. She, she, she walks up, and she's like fixing herself, and it's the first one that talks to me. She's like, who the fuck are you? And I'm just like, oh my god. <laughs> 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 I was like, that's cool. Because they had me on the door that first night, and then me and uh, the other bouncer that was leaving at the time, he kind of showed me the ropes, and then it was a little intimidating at first because... My experience was just like an underground, probably not even legal nightclub back in Dallas, Texas. <laughs> and uh, that's kind of where I cut my teeth at. And then, stars, it ended up just being like building a rapport with everybody. I thought it was going to be like, because obviously, too, being the, the little guy, like. <laughs> Everyone else, like the GM, the other bouncers, all tower over me, and they're stacked, and I'm just little brown guy. <laughs> <laughs> you, you
7: hold, hold your um, Victor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did my best. I, did, I tried to prove myself that first Friday. That was, that was fun. That's another story. Yeah. Uh, so many. So I'm many. telling
1: you, dude.
3: We'll
4: see you're, you're up, Kyle. So, so my, mine is probably super boring. Uh, you know, I'd been living in Central Oregon for three years, maybe. Uh, I'd just gotten out of the, the Marine Corps. I was kinda drifting. I didn't really know what I was doing. Wasn't working. And uh my my roommates family came in town and they were like, Hey, let's go to the club and I was like, We've been here for three years and we've never been in there. So why not? Let's let's fucking do it. Let's let's go. So we went in, I, I had a few drinks and I was just kinda looking around and I was like, These other bouncers, they're just big white guys with, with facial hair <laughs> <laughs> And I'm a a big white guy with facial hair. I could probably do that. And so I walked over to Ian, and I was like, hey, are you guys hiring? And he was just kind of like, well, we're not right now, but you can fill out an application if something something opens up. We'll give you a call. And And the next day, you (laughs) were. I think it was almost like two weeks or something after I came in and applied because I was like, oh, gosh. I haven't heard anything from them. I'm going to start college. And then so I applied to go to college and then <laughs> no. So the day I registered for classes, they called me back and was like, Hey, you're hired. And I was like, well, shit. What am I going to do now? But yeah, I literally just walked in and asked for a job. That's, that's it. No crazy origin. I walked in, had a few drinks and I was like, I could probably do that. <laughs> <laughs> was
1: any degree of it? This is probably a common question. Was any degree of it like, you know, I think I could really handle hanging around naked women all day.
4: Yeah, you oh. know, it's it's so weird that I don't I don't know what it's like for for other bouncers and stuff, but it's that's almost not a thing. It's not something you think of when you're there or when I you're. When you're there. Well, when I when I was when I was thinking about applying, it wasn't really one of those things. I was just like, this is interesting and I could probably do this. You know, I'd never worked security before. It was my first security job. And it, it was more just a few few drinks, and you're just kind of like, oh, this, this could be a cool place to work. That's like when you're bartending, and yeah. then you get off,
7: and then you have a couple drinks. You're like, maybe I could be a stripper. Yeah,
4: yeah that's that's kind of what it was. I was kind of like, hey, maybe I could probably do that. Well, how
1: many customers
4: come in, and they
2: get a couple drinks, and then they're like, yeah, I want to audition. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I had a guy try to apply for security a couple days ago who had had more than a few drinks, and he applied right after I told him he had to keep his goddamn hands to himself. And he was like, oh, dude, I'm licensed, by the way. You guys looking for help? And I was like, not, not from you. No. No. That's not a great interview tactic. Break all the rules and then say you can help me with them.
5: Yeah, okay, so in the beginning, here we go. <laughs> I, I, uh, okay. Yeah, (laughs) so definitely, it's uh, you'd have to rewind further back with me because 2004 was not the starting point. It was actually '94. So I started in 94 in Eugene, and I was already a little hippie chick. I was 19. I was already naked in places and was broke and had no money. I was actually working at kinder care, taking care of 10 2-year-olds for $4.25 an hour. Oh, so that's a lot, right? That's a lot. So my friend said, yeah. Actually, it was my boyfriend at the time said, you could probably dance if you wanted to. and um Yeah, so I went down there on my lunch break. I still had my little kinder care outfit on. I went down there and put on a different outfit. And, um, yeah, I went out there and auditioned and made $17 in two songs and was just completely blown away. Like, this is so amazing. But I, a little uh, side note was that I was told I would just be topless, but I went to audition at the Bush Company, which was totally bottomless at that time. So when I first walked in, this chick was spread eagle on the stage, and I had, like, a panic attack. I was like, oh, my God, I can't do that. Like, I totally just got all super wound up and stressed. And But then once I had that money in my hand, it all went away, and I was like, whoa, that's it. I'm definitely doing this. And the lady was like, don't quit your kinder care job yet. And I was like, I'm quitting. I can't <laughs> <be
2: talking. laughs> I it. So, $17 in
5: 1994 is about $33 a day. So oh, I just enabled right. it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all more than 4
7: 90 an hour, whatever. Yeah, it for like <laughs> time. I was actually
5: oh my God. in the minor booth and I couldn't go out onto the floor and hustle anybody. Oh. So I would just watch all the hustlers and just biding my time to turn 21 until they unleashed me on the floor so by the time I actually did get to be 21 I was a mad hustler I was like I'm not wasting any time <laughs> like that's it so you are one of the best
2: you are you are known as like, oh the best. Yeah. thank um, you that's sweet <laughs> I mean I I spread the word because i only heard <laughs> about it I only worked with you for like a year when you were oh dancing. yeah
5: yeah Right, so there's, that was pretty much the beginnings of it, and then it went on, and on, and on. And you're back. Slightly different angle this time. Yeah, it is different. It's wonderful. Yeah. The famous can. last words is, I'm never coming back here. <laughs> I don't think I ever said that. I knew better. can't <laughs> escape. <laughs> Nobody can escape. Speaking of taking care of a bunch of children,
1: i uh, <laughs>
6: <laughs> uh, well, I started out, when I first moved to Bend, I started bouncing downtown in the sports bars, and then I started bouncing at, um, the local dance club, and local, local dance club, basically, it was fight, 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 and then it would be, um, kind of okay for a while, and then fight, 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 and then, uh, that shut down. And I happened to go into STARS in 2005. And, uh, at the time I was working in retail loss prevention. And, uh, they said they needed a fill-in bouncer down at STARS. So I said, Hey, you know, I, I don't have a bouncer job right now. I'll pick that up. And, uh, it went from fill-in shifts to full-time six days a week shifts. <laughs> and the next thing I knew, I was on the, off nights and then I was on the prime nights and uh it was just a wild ride the whole time you know and uh eventually I stepped into doing system manager stuff and um I filled in for the general manager when he went on vacation and then I kind of went into just doing security and um managers system manager stuff again and then the general manager just up and bounced out and they said, Hey, you want the job? Yeah, here you go. So
1: you bouncing at a strip club compared to bouncing anywhere else?
6: I, you know, you have to say that, you know, it's a different atmosphere in a strip club because you're dealing with so many different um so many different people because you're dealing with entertainers, you're dealing with customers, you're dealing with staff. Whereas when you when you deal with uh down in the bar scene uh, it's just a customer and sometimes it's a staff whereas down at a, a strip club it's different because now you've got a naked woman jumping into the mix trying to get into the fight when you're dealing with something <laughs> or you have you know a customer that that's he a variable, huh? it, it, you know <laughs> you, you got a customer that's not going to get anything out of it but he feels he has to look so good for those dancers that he's going to take a swing on that bouncer whoever and he's going to get pounded but he wants to prove that he's, he's gonna be a tough guy in front of these girls. Where down in the bar scene, they're not gonna do that because they're, there's, you know, there's nothing exactly. to gain from it. But for some reason, a naked woman around him brings out that stupid side of them. <laughs> and they, they feel that they can, you know, they can be Superman and, and accomplish a lot of stuff that's never gonna happen, you know?
1: Sound like you prefer a strip club to?
6: I think that it's. I just think it's a. It's a different atmosphere. It's a different animal, you know. Um, you know, there's far fewer fights, I think, and stuff down in a bar scene, say uh, a sports bar, than you're going to find in a dance club because dance club they're trying to impress a girl. They're trying to impress these dancers, knowing full well they're not going to go home with that girl, (laughs) knowing full well that girl probably. Yeah, that girl's already taken their money and doesn't give a shit about them anymore. It's a special
2: case, though. Yeah. There could be an actual gentleman that will walk through that door. I mean, before they walk through that threshold, they are, like, a fine person. And the second they walk through that door, they're, like, they're like, like an animal.
1: Just,
0: it's like they're in can a candy store. They can't keep their hands from not all the no. Yeah, no. <laughs> That's that's absolutely it. You're mixing in, like, teenage boy-style hormonal drive into the equation, and then eventually the realization that they've been rejected in their mind kicks in, and that's when they get aggro about stuff. (laughs) You know, they're drunk, they're horny, and now they're disappointed. (laughs) It's it's like security.
4: Security in a strip club is so different from from other places because you have to watch for... There's, there's certain common things that you gotta watch in both, but you gotta watch for so many more things at a strip club. You know, you're at a sports bar, you don't have to worry about people taking pictures of themselves. You don't have to worry about somebody getting drunk and, you know, trying to shove a dollar bill up somebody's butthole. You know, just... <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, if, if they're doing that, it's, it's different, but it's, it's almost just like it's, it's a, it's, Two different sides to the same coin. I mean, it's all bouncing and security, but it's there, there's so much more that you have to be watchful for at the strip club than it is at a regular. Yeah.
0: Club. Like, is, like, does this guy have his hand in his pockets because he's going to grab some money? Or is he going to grab his phone and try to take a picture? Or is he playing with himself? <laughs> in his like, what's, yeah, what's, what's he, he doing <laughs> here? Those aren't thoughts yeah. that go through
7: your mind in a bar. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's just,
5: it's just more yeah. So I want to say something yeah. about that the dollar into the orifice. <laughs> <laughs> so it turns out and it took me years to figure this out, that when when the dollar gets rolled up and set up onto yeah. the stage, they're actually wanting they you to me. sit yeah. on top of it. They're like, there it is. Because in pick some up. places that are seedier, the girls go around and pick up money via their oh. holes, I guess. Is how oh, it works. Oh. Yeah, I was gonna say we've got another turn <laughs> out of those white claws. <laughs> <laughs>
4: The oh yeah. The white claw. I saw one girl doing that, and I just was like, what are we talking about <laughs> "White claw in between the butt cheeks." Oh, okay. And I oh, was just like, the, no the no only thing that so I could. The say. only thing I could think I was like, "Is she suctioning it somehow?" I don't know. Like just like. I know that cat it's and I will like be getting our cup. <laughs> like it, it just doesn't. We'll really be getting
7: our so ass weird. handed to us behind the bar, and she's like, "Oh, oh look, beer can, beer can, oh, wake on. Cool. I'm like, oh, oh, "Oh, there yeah. it is." It's okay, yep.
3: I've seen somebody <laughs> voluntarily queef a dollar for.
7: Oh food. yeah. Oh yeah. That I was on the my. Oh video. yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah the video. Hey, All like right, we mixed. We we didn't get. We missed your.
0: Ah, okay, okay, okay. Um. Um, I mean, I spent a lot of time working in other quote unquote fringe industries like cannabis and music mostly, uh, but stuff that's kind of outside of the norm office job progression. Um, I'd actually just before COVID become the operations manager and booking agent for a music venue in town. And then the first show that I was going to get fees on was the first show that got canceled and all that just disappeared. Um, and I'd had some friends who worked there, and they'd been uh, they'd been kind of harassing me, like, "Oh, well, you should you should come work at the club. You should come work at the club." And I kept pushing it off, like, "Why would I want to do that?" I had you worked security. Right and, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, the, uh, jury's, jury's out still, out. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but but I had worked security, security before for like defense security. security. Yeah, i had We're worked doors and bars, and checking and IDs, and telling people to you <laughs> know go away because they couldn't stand up but uh but yeah finally i just took the plunge walked in applied uh they were looking for help and uh, got hired on the spot because i'm six eight and the guy hiring me was like six five and when i stood up out of the chair and he wound up looking up he was just like yeah come in the office yeah big big white guy with facial hair i didn't know this is... I
5: know. <laughs> you have the
4: facial hair. Done. Yeah, thank like you got. Oh, and Paul. Pauline, Yeah, I'm weird. I don't want prerequisite. facial hair. You were a prerequisite,
0: too. That's another comment. A template with us. Oh, yeah. No, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, yeah <laughs> basically, uh, I just uh, I was confident that I could do it because I had worked in. A lot of tangential industries involving bartending, music, venues, loud noises. Like, basically all the elements were there except for the nudity, which turns out drastically changes (laughs) all the other things. Yeah. Did that surprise you? I have not stopped being surprised. (laughs) That is the one thing I will say is that it is never the same thing. It's never the same thing twice. Every time I think I've seen it all, then, oh, there's... Well, shit, there's a new thing people can do <laughs> that I was unaware what are you of.
1: Doing
0: right after you leave here? Right after I leave here? Where are you going? I, I, am,
1: for I,
0: I am going to uh, unlock the club so that we can have a baby shower for one of our dancers <laughs> cool. who is... Imminently going to give birth, it terrifies me. It terrifies me that that thing's just going to bust out Dance. like an alien. Still,
6: still dancing.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's, she's, she's she's due like yeah.
6: this. Week 37
2: weeks. Pregnant.
7: And she is like this tiny little girl, and so she is all belly. It's yeah. like the pole. Yeah. yeah, no. She, I would, I don't know if I talked about it in this last episode or not, but um. I recently saw her use her belly as a gripper to spin around the pole like she straight up. put, Yeah. Hey, I'm supplying the cupcake, I'm about it. I brought a veggie tray. That
3: baby's going to come out
7: vibrating
1: in his head with vertigo and all the spinning already. She yeah. is a very She's sweet. Very nice, she, I love her. He owned it. That's no, that's weird. no. We told her. I was
7: like, dude, because she was kind of panicking, you know, going through. it. And it's like, we, we've seen a few pregnant strippers here, like. You're probably gonna make money. You're gonna get your own little customer base. That That's li- and she does. It. The other day she was telling us. She's like, I have a guy like coming in from another town next week because he heard. He called one of the other dancers. Is like, hey, I heard there's a pregnant stripper at Stars. And she's like, yep. And he's like, sweet. I'm coming to town next weekend. Like you're coming to Stars because of this. So. <laughs>
1: yeah, you ain't worry. I haven't got that much
7: time. No matter what it is get the towels ready. Oh, <laughs> I, I can deliver <laughs> a baby. I've had a few. I've seen a few. I feel confident. I've had customers
0: say, kind of like, Things about it, and I'm like, hey man, it's 2022. There's a drop tab on Pornhub for everything. Yep. Just because it's, it's not your gig
2: <laughs> doesn't mean it's People that are acting like they go home and yeah, don't there's...
7: Google like tentacle porn. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, <here it> <laughs> no, they do. <laughs> everything. Body hair, pregnancy.
4: Oh, yeah. I have a good Man. thing. That was the last <laughs> episode. Yeah. yeah I'm sorry. Shit. <laughs> Stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> There's a guy out there that's going
1: to be into it, no uh, matter yes. what.
2: So. Absolutely. Well, on that note, one of my questions hold on, let me find it while we have you on the mic. um, So far, because you haven't been there that long compared to most of us, um. To all of us, actually. Um, Have you had any now-I've-seen-it-all moments? like Within your first few weeks, what was
1: your...
0: Yeah, there was kind of... I would say there was kind of an arc where I got to a point that, like, yeah, now I've seen it all, but then it kept happening. (laughs) And now I don't think I could ever see it all. But um, I think a real big... A real big (laughs) moment for me was uh, this guy came in and I, I walked out on the patio, and I overheard a dude, or I overheard a dancer say, no, you can't use your knife. And I was like, hey, red flag, what's that? I was just security at the time. And I was like, okay, red flag, what's that? What's What are you guys talking about over here? And uh, he was asking if he could like cut her stockings and lingerie off in the private dance, because he had this... Big fucking knife on him so i grabbed the knife i was like you don't get to have that absolutely not And it turned out he was like a knife fetishist who wanted to uh, yeah yeah and uh he like she had been like no you're gonna you're gonna cut me or something you're drunk and he said no it's okay i like blood and uh, yeah, yeah, that that was an it like for me, I was like, what the fuck is happening in what world? Like, in what world is that shit okay? Like, no brainer, you gotta leave,
7: man. yeah, because he had like pulled the knife out right and had it like up to her foot, I believe. I yeah, was, one, one, yeah, yeah, I feel like it was, it was, she was pretty shooken up yeah. about the whole situation, like, yeah,
0: and I just happened, I just happened on it on chance. Yeah, like that had apparently been going on for like 10 minutes out there and I walked out to check the patio and just overheard the word. And that's why we do floor games. checks. That's why right. we have dancers on the floor yeah. constantly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> instantly, yep. Like he tried to take it out and show it to me like, oh no, it's not like a weird night. <laughs> 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 <And then> I- <laughs> it's not like some crocodile dundee thing yeah it's oh that's just that's not a knife yeah. <laughs> yeah. this is a knife <laughs> but yeah i just grabbed it from him and then he wanted it back so i let him out of the club with it like a like a, <laughs> like, like a rabbit with a carrot yeah, yeah i called oh, him yeah. a cat and, uh, I paid that cabbie out of my pocket because the guy instantly was apprehensive like wait why is this guy leaving right now He's Like just <laughs> <The> security's <laughs> with him and I was just like here's like 50
1: bucks just take him <laughs> just take him <laughs> oh, I don't care <laughs> where like just take <laughs> him far enough away that he can't walk back know.
7: I often think about the poor cabbies that we send our terrible customers away and it's yeah. like fuck yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> <not more> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yo, like, all right,
7: who's nurse, who hasn't used their cell phone recently? We need a new number. <laughs> 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 a
1: driver and lift drivers still come to the club. To pick up anymore. <laughs> yeah. Can we just go down the line? Yeah, uh, Ian,
2: what is your I've seen it all moment?
6: Okay, so let's say <laughs> <laughs> I have seen I can't count the countless hours of nudity and girls dancing over people and and doing what they do. <laughs> And I think the night that I said I've seen it all was when I seen a dancer straddle across the top of a guy and the guy was looking up and her tampon fell out onto his face. And the guy looks up and goes, what the fuck? And I thought, one, how does that thing just fall out of there like that? And I've never seen that happen before out of all the dances I've ever seen. And then the guy, like, you can have a different reaction any which way of how you're going to take this. You can take it as, this one time I was at a strip club and, or you can be pretty pissed off about the matter, or what am I going to get now? What kind of disease may I catch from this? Um, but out of all the years, I've never seen something like that.
2: Really? Because yeah. I remember that you were dating that girl, that, that <laughs> dancer, and she got pissed off at you. And she was on her phone with grandma after you guys gone to a fight at the club. I don't, I don't know everything. But she took her tampon out and put it underneath the car handle what she thought was your truck.
6: Yeah. Yeah, that but that was taken out on its own. It did not just fall out of there onto somebody's face. And 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 it was luckily the bouncer had the same type of truck as me and they were the same color. So luckily she put it all over the bouncer's truck and not mine. Uh, yeah, and then I had that bouncer give her a ride home.
1: <laughs> We're gonna have to like start keeping a scorecard. This is the third time
6: that story is coming uh, But see, now she ranks at probably the top of crazy dancers that would do crazy stuff like you know where people she scared people in the dressing room with the stuff she was doing. You know, she's standing the she's standing the. You know, bathroom with the lights off, talking to herself in the mirror, telling herself, Daddy loves you. Yes, he does. Daddy loves you. You know, she was definitely, she had some screws loose, you know, so that was not really a, an uncommon uh, occurrence for her to to do, you know. Was she really hot? Yeah, I mean, why do you think guys stick with girls like that?
2: Oh, <laughs> my the last time I saw her she was taken away by the police. So, oh, yes. From the
6: club. And they sent four police officers to deal with her because she uh, was just that just uh, out there. They'd already <laughs> dealt with her earlier in the morning and uh <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty bad when, when you call the dispatch and, and you tell them a girl's name and they go, oh, that girl. <laughs> yeah, we'll send multiple officers. It was, it, was the <laughs> one,
2: it was like the one time where the bouncers didn't want to get involved and everybody just stood outside the dressing room and waited like the bouncers, managers, they didn't go in there. The and they waited wait. for the cops, and the cops went in there and they removed her. I was like, the one the time I've ever seen you guys not want to get involved are. into a fight. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>
5: Yeah, well, um, something about, you know, um, taking it out on managers. My girlfriend actually got really mad at a manager um, in Eugene, and she went and peed on his vehicle at the end of her shift. I mean, just full on dropped her drawers and urinated all over his truck. So, you know. You remember,
6: we used to have a dancer that when I first started there as a bouncer, that you'd go out and take her bags out to her car. You would put her bags in the trunk of her car, and she used to have all these bottles full of something in there. And go. What what's in those bottles? She goes, those are pee. That's my pee. I go, why are you peeing in bottles? She goes, because if somebody pisses me off, I'm going to pour this down their vent of their freaking front of their hood of their car, and it gets down in their heating system, and you can never get rid of it, and they'll just smell my piss. And I used to always think, this is one of those girls, you don't want to make mad. You always want to stay on her good side. She'd always say, oh, I like you. And I'd go, I'm glad. But she literally had multiple bottles a piss in the back of her car to do that to people. And I always thought, man, that's just that's just that's mean. It's well
5: thought yeah. out.
6: It <laughs> is, but you're keeping it because you obviously do this more than once if you've got multiple models. Yeah, well, now we
1: know what happens.
6: It's like they multiple. Do you get in trouble for that? Like,
2: is that like
1: a pre-mission? I, oh, no, yeah. I'm I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> <thing was, like, laughs> How do you, how I mean, how how do you really prove hunter? it? I mean,
6: like, well, Unless you yeah. catch them. Well, right, you'd have to yeah. catch them. It's got to be
7: human waste. It's got to be.
4: But you'd have to catch them. Yeah. You
6: basically have to sell your car because you're never getting that out of the vents.
4: Oh,
0: this is a great car. So it totally doesn't smell like
4: this. As do you little fetish. Oh yeah. Some guys into that. So so anybody here that's worked with me knows that I'm kind of a a shy introverted person that yeah, who me? No. So <laughs> yeah, totally not a social butterfly, especially when it comes to women which is one of the reasons why I started there in the first place. But um, So I think I was two weeks in, and uh, the manager told me that I needed to go in the dressing room and uh, go grab one of the dancers. So, you know, there, there's a little corner you got to turn when you used to go in the dressing room. Put in the code, had my head down, opened the door, picked my head up, and right in front of me, there was a girl standing one foot on each chair spread eagle standing on standing on two chairs and there was another girl with a camera phone beneath her I don't know what she was doing and I raised my head and they were right in front of me and I was like what in the hell are you doing and the girl that was standing up she was like she's checking my butthole to make sure it looks good for the stage and I was like what is this place what am i doing here i have no idea what's going on and yeah it was it was a real uh eye-opening experience for somebody who's brand new and had no idea it was
6: just so you go to a job like if i go to a regular job a nine-to-five job and somebody asks me, you know, like I see somebody at work, say, I'm working with Amanda and and we work in a nine to five job. Amanda goes, Hey, do you like my eyeshadow today, you know? Or hey, do you like this, you know, do you think this shirt looks good or this, you know, this blouse looks good or whatever? When you work in a strip club, it's a different world because you walk in the dressing room, there's a girl, she'll spread her cheeks at you and go, Hey, do I have enough glitter on my butthole? <laughs> That's a normal question in there, and you've got to be, with a straight face, you got to go, oh
4: yeah, I think there's plenty on your Girl, bumble. Girls you know? with a palm full of glitter just blowing it on each other's <laughs> nether regions, like, what is it, it's like like Tinkerbell with pixie like dust, they're just... <laughs> no, and, and the
1: signs
2: in the dressing room in the back, like... You know, it, it's like, please stop wearing so much glitter. It's offensive to customers. Like that's just a warning sign that, that like, Lowe's.
4: <laughs> that, that place, that place is the worst place on earth. The, the, the dressing room in a strip club is I the worst place uh. for a man in the world. It's oh, the, a worst. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's oh, the yeah. worst place.
5: Yeah. <laughs> I cannot. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I love the dressing room. And I miss the dressing room. It is so funny and so fun back there. One of my favorite things to do is to ask girls from other places who would be coming into town, who you could tell had a lot of experience, and ask them, what is your craziest story? you know from just being out in all the strip clubs in the United States and I, I can tell you one of them because it kind of blew my mind it was in um, New Orleans and they have the strip clubs and the drag clubs next to each other and then they go out onto the sidewalk and try to hustle people in and so this one woman was a little bit on the manly side and some people walked by and were like are you a man she's like am I a man Yeah, are you a man? Am I a fucking man? Right? She's super mad at this point, and she pulls out her tampon and slaps him in the face. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. One thing we learned from tampons is that dancers use them as weapons. As
2: weapons. Oh, oh, oh. (laughs) That and the shoes. Yeah.
4: I've seen a girl pull one out and throw it at another dance yeah. yeah, Like, Batman's just, Batman. like a, like a bunch <laughs> Just, like, ripped it out, and then threw it across the room, and it's just... The
2: girl that we keep mentioning that her tampon fell out, um, it's just like a, piss that a tampon wore, apparently. Um, the girl that, can't fall out, and she, I mean, she walked out of that club, told us every, it happens to everyone, and we were like, no, it
1: doesn't. And so, <laughs> I've never heard of so that. So she called us
2: all small-town hateful bitches. Turns out she worked at another club in Portland, and we heard from a dancer that worked there that that week she pissed off somebody else, and another... Dancer pissed in her purse. I'm like, this is. Oh yeah, yeah. the piss in the bag thing. Mm-hmm. I've seen
5: that a few I've times. I've seen
2: girls put fish oil in. Um, oh god. Locker. Nair in oh. the in the shampoo <gasps> situation. What?
1: <laughs> oh, that person played chess on
5: There's, like, such a wide range of types of strip clubs because I've traveled and danced in different places, and some of them are really quite conservative, and I would say the one here falls into that category generally, and some of them are off the charts, and I think it's, like, sometimes important to remember that it does get, like, super seedy and crazy, right? I mean, you guys have probably been to some of those wild ass places. When I first started, I went to Seattle and was like, Oh, cool. I'll go make some money in Seattle. And I had been working in Portland where, you know, we did nude table dances from a distance and we never touched anybody. But in Seattle, it was a whole different game, right? These girls were actually giving blowjobs and stuff on the floor, which was so intense. And I'm 19 and they're just scaring the shit out of me. Right. I mean, it was really, really intense. And they got really mad at me because I started to do like a full nude lap dance from a distance with the guy and they came running at me like I was on fire and were like you can't do that here and I was like she is literally blowing a guy over here <laughs> like are you fucking kidding me right now so crazy right so me really about the
1: strip clubs in this arbitrary place would have been put
5: yeah, where are we gonna put the lines?
2: Yeah. Each place is a little different. And just, like, I I see no rhyme or reason to it. It's just like this is what
7: we decided. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of it has to do with liquor laws. Yeah. Like in different
1: states yeah. also which with is, the nudity, that with nudity. they, yeah. tie that together. they was With or... Well, Oregon. I mean there's clubs no, in Portland crazy. where
4: there's a lot of places. Have places have to it's liquor, <laughs> and it's not kind of big. a lot of places if it's full liquor, it won't be full nude, because they want to separate, you know, if you're getting, yeah, if you're getting hard alcohol, it's not, it's going to be a topless club only, if it's just beer and soda and stuff like that, it's going to be, yeah, but, you know, that's why we also are a little bit more strict,
6: like, Oregon is, I mean, technically in Oregon you can do a live sex show on stage, I mean, it's not against, it's up to the club if they want to do that, but it's. Yeah, it's considered a legal act to do. Now, you can't go get paid to do a sexual act to somebody up in a dance because now you're doing prostitution. Mm-hmm. But you can on stage do a live sex show, and that's completely so legal. You well, I don't know if you could bring a customer up there or not, but if you had two girls <laughs> and they busted out, you know, King Kong dildo, I mean, that's fine, you know, have have a good time. The
3: creeping the dollar in the air... Seeing an unnecessary amount of buttholes no person should ever see in their life. It's <laughs> so uh way <laughs> also, I know you'll remember, I don't know if you'll remember, the dude with one leg that tried to fight me. That had all those burns. <laughs> so this okay, I don't know what it was. So this guy comes in one night, I'm working the off nights and we, we feel kind of bad for them. Oh,
2: well, you let people know what the off nights are. Oh, yeah. So,
3: off nights are like the Sunday, Monday, Tuesdays, at least my understanding. It's um, mm-hmm. not like they're like, like, they said the prime nights, like Friday, Saturday. Okay. It's some of the less popping, but still kind of just keeps the club open. But, and,
2: you know, uh, was it Tweaker Tuesday? Yeah, Tweaker Tuesday. <laughs> hey, I yeah, love we my are, we Sundays. Have Boy Friday.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, so I go, and this is a, I used to work the off nights. So, I was the. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Bouncer. Sunday night, this dude comes in, and he's like, hey, I don't have my ID. All he had was a paper copy of, like, the prison card. <laughs> and so all was, like, kind of weird. But we're feeling that bad. Like, this dude comes in. He's wearing a cowboy hat. He has, like, third-degree burn scars all over his body. And he has a homemade makeshift peglet. And then when he comes in, he's all prim and proper. He's all like, yes, sir, no, sir, thank you very much. He's super chill. And then
1: the manager of the time comes up, I him
3: come in, uh, he, he buys a dance from one of the dancers, and then um, he leaves. He's like, he thanks us for the night. And then just my ADHD mind, I'm just like, hey, theoretically speaking, if a guy with one leg comes up to fight me, from a moral and ethic standpoint, can I fight back? And everyone's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And so the next day, he comes in, and he's, he's on something, dude. Like, he he comes in completely different than the night before, and he starts going outside, and he starts trying to talk to customers. Well, the manager at the time was like, hey, we need to tell this guy to go because he's starting to freak people out. Like, he's just, he's being, he's one of those those overly social kind of dudes. Yeah. Who really gets the hit. Like, yeah. um the table jumpers. Yeah. He's kind of like one of yeah. those. Yeah, yeah. And so he goes outside because he, so he started harassing the taxi driver. And he goes and walks up. I walk up behind him. I'm like, hey, listen, man. And I'm about to just be, like, cool, calm, cordial about it. He's like, hey, you're, we're getting some complaints from the customers. We're going to have to ask you to, to cut out, take off for a little bit, maybe try again another night. He cuts me off before I can say anything. <laughs> and he's just like, are you about to ask me to leave? <laughs> and I was like, well, oh, man, God. I'm, I'm about to elaborate on it. And he's like, you can fuck off.
1: I was like, "What the
3: fuck? Like, you were so cool last night." And it's like in my head, I'm just like, "Okay, like, rude." <laughs>
1: and you <laughs> fuck up. And I will not. Rude. <laughs> and
3: so he just progressively gets worse and worse. And so I call the manager out. And then at this point, he starts getting pretty hype with me, and I'm just like, "Okay, this dude's like getting fired." And but it's also could you say that he was hopping mad?
1: Exactly. <laughs> 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 I only had one And
3: so I was just like, all right, Kyle, come on here. Because that way, if I have to mace the dude, like at least he sees I'm not just happily macing
1: a guy with one leg.
7: Like, <laughs> so, You're like, obligated I to look mean and
1: so like, to, to, like, no. to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do this. a can of pepper oh god we learned oh uh, yeah
0: no, no, Yeah. the first thing I heard about you I was there for four years and I never it used it clean. I yeah, have two no, no I I
4: have made myself, <laughs> myself, I <Like>.
3: myself <laughs> twice yeah. I saw yeah. both those things uh, I
1: know your purple eyes I would never
7: forget your like
1: face just like do you crave do you crave I was freaking out I'm on the floor
7: like
3: but no, going back to Pegway that's what we'll call him we'll call him Pegway um, so back to Pegway he's at the point where he's already getting aggressive I'm like dude I'm going to mace you like, <laughs> or you, myself you to, I, 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 I vocalized it like if you pr- continue to get violent I'm going to mace you uh, he's like mace I fucking dare you I fucking dare you and then he starts getting racial with me um, so he starts and y'all know what this means I can tell you after the fact but if he, he starts dropping a hard off on me Mm-hmm. And so already, I'm getting kind of shaky just thinking about it. Like that's that's the kind of shit that that does like kind of get me get me started up Okay or, or get me wild though. But um, he starts doing that, and then the manager thought I was gonna block him. But again, seeing the peg leg, I was like, I don't want to hit him, <laughs> him. knowing he has one leg. So long story short, cops come. There's like four cops, and he's cussing them out. He's like, "Fuck all you guys, you ain't doing shit." And he, they're like, we're going to arrest you. He's like, fucking do it then. I dare you. And they're like, okay. And they bust out their cuffs. And like two of them got tasers. But then my favorite part is I turn around and I see four dancers like this. <laughs> just outside the door, just being yeah, nosy. Yeah. I'm like, dude, they That's got so, yeah. guns out.
7: Like, get the yeah. fucking <laughs> They had guns, <laughs> tasers. I had mace. And
3: we're just like, All right, it's been real. I thought the story was going to end with you kickstanding. And that's not even the worst of it. Like, there's the ninja that came over occasionally, New Year's guy. Oh, New Year's guy. Like, it was, yeah. it's, it's, It's been a ride.
1: How do you know a ninja came over? (laughs) <laughs> well, oddly
3: enough, one of the dancers was working the door and me and one of the bouncers were talking to her and she asked the same question have you, have you seen everything and we're like there's no way because every night it's something new so we go outside and as soon as we step outside the bouncer he's we're we're laughing we're telling the door guy as that happens, this dude walks up in full paintball and moto gear. He has his hood up. He has a mask on. And he's walking. Well, get this. He's walking <laughs> with like a Phobus gun holster with a chef's knife in it. And so he, walks, and he walks up <laughs> and he's like, hey, do you guys have any smoke? And the, ba- the, the big bouncer, he's like, he's completely lost for words. He has no idea what to, what to make of the situation. And he's like, uh, he's stuttering. He's like, uh, no, no, bro, we don't smoke. And he's like, Okay and he fucking trolley's off and <laughs> grabs the knife and takes off. We're just like, What the fuck just happened? Like that conversation just jinxed us. Yeah,
1: parking must so, be a little mad oh, so, oh, oh, dude. Yeah. Oh,
3: yeah.
2: I can't believe that was the end of the, the, the conversation, just
1: oh yeah, no, I didn't come in here to do anything. This is how I dress every fucking day. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And that is our show. But don't you worry, if you were particularly fond of these guests, they'll be showing up next episode of Behind the Meaning Curtains. That's right, this is a two parter.